What's up, everybody? Welcome back into Fast and Focus. I'm your host, Zach Matthews, and proud author of Climbing Your Self-Discipline Tree. And today we're going to talk about two words that I feel like often get misconstrued for one another, but it's important to know the difference and similarities between them before we get onto our fasting journey as well as achieving the long-term goals we have in our health, in our families, our personal lives, our professional lives, whatever it may be. And these two words, fasting and cleansing, both play an important role in that. So let's kick things off with a quote as we do every episode. And this one comes to us from Adam Hosschild, who says, work is hard, distractions are plentiful, and life is short. And don't we know that? We all we all can agree with that statement. So work is hard. Yeah, it's it's difficult and it gets even more difficult when we add distractions to the mix. They're all around us these days. In in the the, the age we live in, they are everywhere we turn, literally. And one of them we're often holding in our hands. I think you know what we're talking about. Um, so I want to start. You guys know that I love you know, dictionary definitions and kind of breaking them down, breaking down the word itself that we're covering. So I want to do that for both fasting and cleansing. Last episode, we did that for fasting, but I want to do it again. Obviously, I don't expect you guys to remember that off the top of your head. So the definition of fasting is to abstain from all or some food or drink. Now, as we talked about last week, it doesn't have to be food or drink. You know, it could be the time you spend on your phone. It could be the time you spend watching TV, um, you know, whatever it is. We all we all have things that we could fast. Um, you know, for me, for a while there, it was YouTube. I watched YouTube way too much. Um, happy to say I've cut, on, cut back on that quite a bit. Um, but yeah, that's a form of fasting too. So, uh, the, so again, the definition of fasting to abstain from all or some food or drink And the definition of cleansing, on the other hand, is to rid a person, notice the word rid, to rid a person of something seen as unwanted, unpleasant, or defiling. Think of those three words, unwanted, unpleasant, or defiling, right? So the the, the first takeaway there is that fasting is a little more temporary. You know, there's there's kind of light on the end of the tunnel there. You know, like, for example, if you're fasting food, obviously you're going to eat food again. It's just a matter of time, you know, and, and we kind of take control of our the time windows that we have to eat, to fast, to get where we want to be as far as, you know, letting our metabolism do its thing, you know, breaking down the macronutrients, you know, get it, you know, making sure we're consuming a healthy amount of uh, calories each day for what we want to accomplish, all that good stuff that I'm not going to get into. But fasting kind of helps with that because it's a temporary choice you're making. Whereas the definition of cleansing, it's a little more permanent, in my opinion, you know, it's, it's, it's a little more dramatic of a decision because it has to be, you know, these are things when you're cleansing something, it's something that you have realized is taking up way too much time in your life you know it's it's distracting you from accomplishing what you want to for example you know if you're trying to get something done at work and you keep checking your phone every 10 seconds and I'm going to share a stat with you in a minute you, you think I'm being dramatic I'm actually not um, but you know cleansing is is getting you're getting rid of that you're 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 removing it from your life so that you can better yourself um and so the question has to be asked, you know, and I'm sure you're asking this already, which one should you perform in your life? 
My answer, both. (laughs) You should do both. You should be fasting, you know, to help you kind of get control of whatever it is that you're, that you're doing. And, and, you know, not everything has to be removed, right? I mean, those are extreme circumstances we're talking about there. And I'll give you guys an exercise that can help with that. But, you know, to fast, you know, you you really just kind of need to, maybe you just need to remove it for a while to kind of gain perspective, see how much it was distracting you and then kind of, you know, slowly work it back in if you ever do. Whereas cleansing is like, it's like a to- you know, like a toxic relationship you have. Like it has to go. You got to get them out of your life. You know, they're they're sucking you dry. They're you know, they're holding you back. Whatever it is, right? That's a form of cleansing. So, um, and they're both important in your life, as I'm sure you guys are kind of understanding as I go through that. But um, when when you kind of talk to experts or you you listen to experts. I'm sure you guys have run into this. A lot of them are talking about the importance of habits, right? We're always, we're always talking about healthy habits and what that kind of looks like. How can you achieve your goals? Well, habits are like the small wins, the things you do day in, day out, you know, minute in, minute out that are helping you either achieve your goal or put it on the back burner. Um, and you know, talk to any, pick up any book, you know, any expert, will tell you that habits are key to that. And, you know, I go into it extensively in my book, Climbing Your Self-Discipline Tree, the importance of understanding what, how a habit's formed, how it can kind of get, you know, how it can get altered and, and you know, why healthy habits are so crucial if you're going to make a dramatic change in your life. But here's the paradox. And this is this is something that people don't often think about. The paradox is, all you need is healthy habits to achieve your long-term goals and make that dramatic change you're looking for. But to get healthier habits, you need to cleanse your life of the bad ones that you have. How about that, right? So, and I know you guys already know that, but maybe that didn't occur to you. And I I know, as I said the word bad habit, you guys were already thinking of something that you do that you know you need to get rid of, but haven't yet, right? One of the biggest examples of that especially in this time that we live in is in my opinion is is the time that we spend on our phone I mean it's it's jaw-dropping how much time the average person spends on their phone you know I looked this up for my my book again climbing your self-discipline tree shameless plug um you know that the average you know I, I found just crazy st- statistics about the time we spend on our phone and studies have shown you know one one statistic that really stood out to me and that I've held on to is that there was one study that showed that the average American checks their phones 262 times per day. That's once every five and a half minutes. How much, let me, the question has to be asked. Let me ask you this. How much are you expecting to achieve if you only, you know, with only 5.5 straight minutes of concentration before you check your phone again, right? You have a big report to do at work. How long do you think that thing's going to take you if you, uh, you know, are checking your phone every five and a half minutes? And here's the problem for a lot of us: we've been trained like Pavlov's dogs, you know, where you know, we most of us know the story. You know, that Pavlov was a I'm going to botch the story, but he was a psychologist, I think, and he trained his dogs to, you know, basically salivate at the sound of a, a of a bell. You know, they, th- when they knew food was coming, their bodies just automatically knew like, hey, this is, this is happening. 
We have that with our phone these days. You know, we hear the ding and we know that there's a notification and we just assume it's the most important thing in our lives at the moment when really it's just an update that Sandy from, you know, one of your Facebook friends has bought a new shirt or something like that, right? Is that worth, you know, carving out time in your day to, to check? No. So, um, sorry, I went a little bit on a soapbox there, but, you know, I'm kind of getting back to it. So, um, and, and, and here's another stat too. Stats are showing that the average person spends three hours and 15 minutes on their phone every single day. I mean, that is way too much time, right? If you have an eight hour, you know, you go to your job eight hours a day, almost half your day is spent on your phone. Um, now some of that is, is toward, towards business. I'm sure I'm not saying you're scrolling through Facebook that entire time or TikTok. you know, that's the more relevant social media platform these days. But, um, so, you know, long story short, we're spending way too much time on our phones, right? I think we all can agree on that. Maybe you don't think you're spending way too much time, but you probably acknowledge that you could cut, you could dial it back a little bit. I think we all can, can agree on that. We can dial it back a little bit. Even I can, and, and I'm aware of, you know, I would consider myself, you know, very minimal on the amount of time that I spend on my phone each day. Um, but here's the question then, how can we kind of cleanse bad habits? You know, if, if we need to cleanse our life of the bad habits that we have to establish health before we can establish healthy ones, then how do we go about doing that? You know, and I want to, I don't want to just tell you guys to get rid of your bad habits and not tell you how to do it. So, um, and, and you guys are going to roll your eyes, but you know, again, in, in my book, climbing your self discipline tree, I mentioned two ways that you can kind of start to fast and or cleanse things that you feel like you need to remove from a little bit of your day or the entire day. Okay. So those two things, you know, I have titles for them both. Um, one is the zero notification exercise. And the other one is I call the purge and reassess exercise. So I'm going to break down both for you. And their names are kind of, you know, self-implied, but for the zero notification exercise, you know, this is good for things that you feel like you just need to crack down on a little bit. So for example, if you, you know, let's go with the time wasting app example, you know, you feel like there's some apps that you you're just spending a little too much time on your phone. You know, you, most of us get that like weekly report from, you know, if you have an iPhone these days, I don't know if Android does it or not. Um, you know, the, the screen time reports and you kind of see, well, did I really spend that much time, you know, on, on, on my phone this week, you know, and so you realize like you need to just kind of dial it back a little bit. The zero notification exercise is perfect for that. So, um, to do it, all you need to do is simply go to the settings app on your phone and turn off all notifications to apps that aren't conducive to work, exercise, or your self growth. So, you know, for example, you know, turn off notifications to like, you know, whatever app you use to like track your sports teams you know, or turn off notifications to Instagram or TikTok, you know, anything that you don't feel like is, is conducive to like work or self-growth, for example, like, you know, the Bible app that's reminding you to pray every day or something like that, you know, that's, that's harmless. That's actually good for you. So don't, maybe don't, you know, turn that one off, but so you can decide to, you know, get rid of, you know, turn off all notifications or, you know, just simply, you know, 
get rid of the apps that you feel like you're wasting time on. But, you know, it's important to do really anything that doesn't have to do with work or self-growth because, you know, you're going to, this is kind of going to help you gauge which ones you're, you know, spending the most time on. And by default, you're going to spend less time. I promise you this, you know, even if you're not aware of it, you're going to spend way less time on your phone by simply getting rid of this. Because like I said, most of us are just kind of trained subliminally to when we hear a ding on our phone, we're going to check it. It's, it just irks us. Like imagine sitting at your desk, you toss the phone to the other side of your office and then you hear that ding. Are you really going to sit at that desk and continue working? Or are you going to get up, walk over and grab the phone? Even though you threw it across the room, you know, you're still going to check the phone because curiosity gets the best of us. It does. You know, we want to be involved, the fear of missing out, the fear of rejection, you name it. So um, zero notification exercise can kind of help you, you know, get rid of that. And so the follow-up to that, once you turn off all your notifications on your apps, wait one week and see how your daily output increases. Now, this is kind of a study I'm doing on you guys. You know, I want to see, you know, and, and please, you know, give me this feedback you know, I, I actually have a, an email for this official email for this podcast. Now it's fast and focus pod at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know, you know, if you try the zero notification exercise, send me an email. Let me know, you know, how your productivity has increased. I guarantee you it will. And, um, you're going to see a lot of great results from it that much. I can promise you. All right. So if the zero notification exercise, let's say it's just, you know, either you realize you, you either right off the bat, you're saying that's not going to help. You know, like I have a serious problem here. I have to get rid of whatever I'm trying to get rid of. Then we got to get a little more dramatic with things. And that's where the purge and reassess exercise comes in. So this, this thing is more of the cleansing. If, if the zero notification exercise, you know, for like cutting down your, your phone, your phone time, your screen time, if that's like the fasting, you know, the choice you're making, then the purge and reassess purge and reassess exercise is the cleansing form of it. So to to do this, you need to delete all of your extracurricular apps from your phone. I know you guys are cringing as I say that. Trust me, remind, need I remind you, they can always be re-downloaded. And most of them, if not all, are going to have all that data that you had, all that, everything you had saved the way you had to save it. You know, it's, it's going to come right back if, when you add it again. And I'm getting there. So Delete all of your extracurricular apps from your phone. That includes sports apps, entertainment apps, you know, Netflix, you know, um, Disney Plus, whatever, games, streaming services, which I just kind of mentioned, all of it. Delete all of it and go one entire week without any of them. But every after each week passes, re-download one of the apps you erased and then keep a sharp eye on your productivity levels. So basically the idea here is that, you know, you're going to be able to track which apps are the troublemakers for you. And I'll give you a story in a, in a second, but, you know, so go, so let me say that again. So delete all of your extracurricular apps from your phone, you know, then go one entire week without any of them. And after each week passes, after seven days pass, add one back, then go seven more days, then add another back. And keep going until you see your productivity decrease in your screen time. If your screen time grows up, so I'll give you an example. I will give you that story right now. So this, two years ago, 
I realized that I was spending way too much time on my phone. I was a freelance writer at the time. You know, I literally had to write articles or else I wasn't getting paid that day. I wasn't providing for my family that day. And I couldn't for the life of me figure out why I had so much screen time. And this, some of you guys are maybe rolling your eyes at me, but I'm not kidding you. I couldn't put my, I couldn't, I I just couldn't determine what was costing me all the screen time. You know, I'd, I'd feel like I was getting better about it and then I get the screen time report and nothing had changed. You know, I, I'm I'm not a big social media guy, so it wasn't social media. You know, I'm I'm not. You know, I, I kind of cut YouTube out, so it wasn't YouTube. I couldn't I, I couldn't figure out what it was. I, I just couldn't. Um, and so I del- I tried the purge and reassess exercise, and turns out so I I the first week I added I re-added Instagram, which was that's the form of social media I'm most active on, and my productivity stayed the same. The next week, I added, I re-added one of the games that I play, um, well played, um, and my productivity, my productivity didn't drop then either. So it wasn't, it wasn't social media, it wasn't games, which, if you were to ask me, that's what of one of those two would probably would have been my answer. And turns out, it was a sports app. It was Bleacher Report. And I'm not bashing Bleacher Report. It's it's my fault, um, you know. But it was Bleacher Report. As soon as I added it back that week, my screen time skyrocketed. And it was because, you know, my sports teams, when I get updates on them, you know, I, I check it right away. I'm, I'm a huge sports fanatic. I, I'm diehard for all my teams. So, you know, anytime an update comes about my teams, I'm going to check it. And so it makes perfect sense now, you know, hindsight being 2020. But, um I, I couldn't have told you beforehand that Bleacher Report had any infliction on my productivity, but uh, it sure did. You know, I'm not kidding you. My productivity uh, or my screen time doubled. So that's kind of that's what the purge and reassess exercise can offer you guys. Is it can just offer clarity. It can it can help you guys zero in on what the distraction really is for your you know and what's causing so much screen time for you, and then you can get rid of it. So. Um, I apologize. I kind of went a little longer today. This is really important to me because you guys might not think it, but you know, if we're spending too much time on our phones, then that bleeds into any other long-term goal that we have. You know, it's not, it's not just like work goals. You know, it's, it's not just cutting into the time that we spend, you know, on our computers at work. Uh, Your CEO isn't paying me to do this episode. Um, this also cuts into like your fitness goals. You know, if you go to the gym for an hour, but you're checking your phone for half of it, then that's only 30 minutes you could possibly be working out. You know, um, it's, it's just, it's taking up way too much of our life. And here's the dangerous part, you know, screens that studies have been, have proven that your brain actually, um, produces, um, dopamine, which is the feel good, one of the feel good hormones. It produces more and more of that as you are kind of glued to your screen and it also messes with your circadian rhythm um basically the internal clock in your body that kind of goes that kind of reacts to this when the sun goes up and sets at night you know it's basically what tells your body like you know you're you have energy you have energy oh time to go to sleep um if you're laying in bed at night and you've 
got your eyes glued to your phone screen, your body is telling you, your body thinks that that's the sun, basically. You know, and I'm paraphrasing here, but your body thinks that's the sun. So it, it then takes, once you set that phone down to go to bed, it's going to take you at least 30 more minutes before your body is ready to fall asleep. So that is just one example of how screen time and the need to cleanse or the need to fast is important to any other long-term goal that we have. So um, I want you guys, I want to encourage you guys with that and, and we're kind of we're gonna close with this. Here's my challenge for this episode to you. Figure out whether or not you, you know if, let's let's determine what your biggest distraction is right now. Like Adam Hoschild said, you know, work is hard, distractions are plentiful, and life is short. Distractions are plentiful, but often they're self-inflicted. That's what I would argue here. And my challenge to you today, figure out what that the biggest distraction is for you and either fast it by getting control of it or cleanse it. Try one of my exercises, the zero notification exercise and or the purge and reassess exercise. And those exercises can be done for any distraction you have, anything that you're trying to cleanse, not just screen time. So, um, and of course, you know, so I want to, I want to kind of see what you guys, what you guys think. So be sure to try those and email me at fast and focus pod at gmail.com. That's fast a N D focus pod at gmail.com. Send me some feedback. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Let me, let me know what you're struggling with, how these exercises have helped you. Um, because I, I want to use it for resources moving forward with my coaching, with you know the 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 content that I'm creating for you guys, with the community that we're building. Any feedback that you have for me is welcome because it's going to help us all improve. So, um, and I want to kind of gear it towards that. So, um, you know, if you're for those of you that are kind of interested, we didn't get to talk about it too much today, but um, or at all. But any of you that are interested in, in kind of learning more about intermittent fasting or where to start with with fasting in general, um, be sure to check out the show notes and get my free PDF on how to start fasting tomorrow. This is going to be, it's, it's completely free um, and it's going to kind of help answer any questions that you have about fasting and how you can just kind of get going. It's free to fast. You can, you can start it tomorrow. Now, you know, make sure that you're consulting with your physician if you feel like it may contradict, you know, some of your your health, um, like your your health situation. But, um, you know, the, the beauty of it is you can start tomorrow and I'm going to encourage you to. So be sure to pick up that free PDF. Email me at fastandfocuspod at gmail.com with any questions or feedback you have. And I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, everyone.